This is CX of M Radio, the voice of customer experience professionals. Welcome to another episode of All Things Considered CX. I'm your host, Bob Asman, the founder of Innovative CX Solutions, a past chairperson of the CXPA, and a practitioner with many years of transforming global operations and designing better customer experiences. Together with our guests and listeners, we seek to discuss, challenge, and create new understanding about how to inspire better experiences in response to ever-changing customer expectations. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the All Things Considered CX podcast. I'm your host, Bob Asman, and I'm pleased to have four guests with me today, the Regional Council Leadership of the CXPA. And uh, this is um, the second of our series of talking to CXPA leaders, to speaking to CXPA board members, and CXPA leaders that are working on some key areas to advance the profession. So we're pleased to have the opportunity um, to have this series, to learn more about what's happening in the CXPA and a special shout out to Nancy Port and George, uh, excuse me, Greg Mule, who is um, helping facilitate this process. Uh, Greg, CEO of CXPA, and Nancy is the current board chairperson. So uh, it's my pleasure to welcome our guests, Catherine, George, Becky, and Ashima. And I would like to uh, ask each one of them to introduce themselves to our listeners. And how about uh, I'll start with Becky. Thank you. Thank you very much, Bob. So, yes, uh, my name is Becky, but you can always call me Rebecca. My full name is Rebecca Kabugo Mogesha. If you came to work and asked for Becky, you still get me. Uh, so a little bit about myself. I'm, I'm calling in all the way from Uganda, Kampala, Uganda. Kampala is a capital city. And Uganda is a small country of 46 million people in that part of East Africa. I'm sure most of you have probably heard about Kenya. So Uganda is just next to Kenya and Tanzania, and that's where I come from. I'm a um, customer experience manager of a huge and big financial services organization called the Nas- National Social Security Fund. This is a sixth place that I've worked my entire life. And I've been privileged and glad to have been a part of customer experience roles all the way from the start. My first job was with the telecoms and I used to pick calls. I told my friends at that time that I talk for a living. You know what it's like to work in the call center. That's why I worked fast. And that experience alone shaped and determined where I went on after that. I just saw myself after that getting different roles in the call center, just handling the helpline for the inbound, and then moving on to lead people that are working in the call center with the telecoms, another telecom company that was Airtel at that time, Airtel Uganda. Then I moved on to MTN Uganda. I've actually worked in three telecom companies. And I must say that, Again, when I look at the different sectors and the different industries, you'll see that telecoms and the banking sector have shipped CX a lot or the conversation of customer experience a lot because they have nothing to do but to handle their customers through a call center. And so they are forced to look into all the other legs of uh, customer experience. And they moved, I moved on to become um, head of call center and then customer service manager. And then I had a chance 
in the sector of renewable energy to manage to sit at the executive team looking at all the other teams that uh, do customer service as well as the back office. And then I moved into the financial sector where I'm just the customer experience manager. So it's been a really, really long journey for me handling CX at different levels, different touch points, back office, front office, different sectors, different industries. I have a wealth of experience. So until recently when I joined in my final um, organization in the financial services is when it dawned on me that, you know what? So many organizations just think about customer service, customer service, because they need a place where their customers can call, but they don't look at the entire experience from beginning to end. And because of that, we don't look at uh, customer service and customer experience in a professional manner. People will talk about accountants professionally, doctors professionally, but they will not talk about customer experience professionally. So me and my team decided we need to look for an organization that allows us to see CX through the eyes of a professional. And that's how we landed on CXPA. So we decided, myself and all my supervisors, um, that's, that was three years ago, to become members of the CXPA and the rest has been history. We've enjoyed the journey, we've enjoyed the learnings. It's opened us up to so many opportunities, including myself being part of uh, the Africa Leadership Council for the CXPA and the journey continues on. Thank you. Wonderful, thanks Rebecca. What a wonderful introduction. And Ashima, would you like to introduce yourself to our listeners, please? Thanks, Bob. Uh, thanks, Becky, for your introduction. So you and I share a common company. I am an ex-Adel myself. Uh, good to uh, meet as uh, colleagues from the past organization. Um, so, uh, Bob, uh, just to give a background about myself, uh, my name is Ashima Bhagat. I'm based out of Delhi, India. I have 16 years of experience into customer-facing role, and that's how my interest in customer experience got generated. I worked in, I started my career with banking uh, initially, where I was working in a, a different operations uh, as well as sales profile. From there, I moved into the, to the uh, telecom space uh, where I was working with Bharti Airtel. Um, and then uh, post that, I had an opportunity of working in the HR consulting space and then back to telecom. And I'm currently associated with Vodafone Idea, which is a, a group company of Vodafone Group. And uh, I'm presently managing government sales business. Uh, the reason why I was looking forward for moving into customer experience, every time I speak to my customers, the challenge which we are facing is most of the time when we are speaking to them from a sales perspective, we are expected to sell something back to the client. But unfortunately, the way the conversations happened, um, instead of opening a Pandora box of products and services, what we have to offer, what is important for us to is to understand whether the customer need that services or not. So keeping the customer at the heart of all our decision-making, all our offerings is becoming a need of the hour when whenever we are speaking to customers today. They have too many options. They have rights of refusal. Um, even though uh, coming from a telecom background where there is a limited uh, uh, companies who are working around, what is important for the customer is who is that one company which can help them in doing the end-to-end solution for them. So for us, it's a very competitive environment where we are working today. And uh, customer experience is for sure a differentiator. As an organization, from starting from a CEO till the bottom level, the organization at our end has started talking how customer experience is going to make a difference for us. And my journey uh, started with CXPA on that regard two years back. So, so far, it has been an exciting journey. 
Um, that's about it for my end. Anything specific, if you guys want to ask, I'll be more than happy to answer. Shima, what regional council do you lead? I am part of Asia or Council. I'm so sorry, Bob, I missed, I missed out on mention uh, on that. Wonderful. Thank you very much. And Catherine? Yes, thank you. And um, I should say first that I'm not alone on that podcast. I decided to invite my little baby, which is Beatrice. It's two, she's two months. She was calm and now and I need to speak. She started crying. So that's the real. Of course, Catherine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, I'm Catherine. Uh, I come from Canada. I'm in Montreal right now. Um, so I'm representing the Council of CXPA Canada. Um, I'm currently in maternity leave, as I mentioned, but I'm usually, uh, when I'm not in maternity leave, I am a lead CX uh, at Valtech, which is a digital agency, but now a transformation agency. So we're, we passed from being digital to being like related to business transformation. Um, I also teach customer experience at HSC Montreal, which is with University of Montreal. I teach the course marketing and customer experience. And um, I co-founded the CXP Quebec. Uh, I was co-leader up to January this year, but now I'm a member of the organizational team. Um, I'm, uh, as I mentioned, in the board of director for the CXP Canada, and I'm also involved in the uh, initiative uh, Book of Knowledge and uh, first year as a CX leader for uh, at CXP. So I'm kind of in a lot of project. I really like that. Um, if I can talk a little bit of my, about my journey, as I mentioned, I'm now at Valtech, which is, a, I'm a, as I mentioned, digital agency, but transformation agency. But I started uh, I, when I was in my, my master's degree, I studied um, pro-social behavior and service sabotage behavior of employee in call centers. So Becky, I heard you also had uh, that experience in call center. Uh, so I did, uh, <laughs> I did that, study those uh, behavior of like frontline employees. So I was really passionate about what the employee can do to go above and beyond the call of duty or what they can do to uh, demonstrate their frustration sometime against their employers. So <laughs> I studied that in, uh, in my master's degree at HS Montreal. I started my career as a call center human resource manager and uh, grew within um, the industry and became a consulting um, and at one point, I wanted to go wider. I wanted to, pr- to, to support in more channel. Uh, so I started doing consulting in customer experience. I was pretty new at that time in, que- in Quebec, customer experience. Um, and that what brought me to, to Valtech, where I, I, cr- I, I kind of was a, about the first one maybe in, in, uh, at Valtech, which, were doing, which was doing customer experience uh, worldwide because uh, Valtech is all across the world. Um, so it was kind of new for Valtech to do customer experience because we're really focused on UX and digital channel. Uh, but we have developed the practice and now it is uh, really well implemented in all the, uh, the, 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 the agency. So I think that's a little bit for me. So as I mentioned, I think I said, but I'm in the CXP Canada uh, Board of Directors. Wonderful. Thank you, Catherine. And George. Yes. Um, hello, Bob, and hello to uh, to the different guests. Um, my name is George Isama. I'm from Cameroon. Cameroon is uh, a country located in Central Africa. Um, uh, actually, I'm the head of customer relations for the national telecommunication company, which is Camtel. And uh, I've been in the sales and CX industry for around uh, 12 years now. 
and I started my career as uh, a sales sales agent. And uh, like I, I, I did the, the same uh, the same uh, the same work as Catherine and Becky was were telling, uh, meaning that being the front line uh, with the customers. And I think that um, this is a good start for anyone who really wants to um, to, to to perform in customer experience industry because uh, the level of empathy that is needed um, to care for people, to care for customers is very important. So uh, actually, as I said, I'm the head of customer relations and um, my job is really to uh, implement best CS practices all along the organization. And uh, we have done a great job um, in our company in 2020 and 2021. Um, We built the first ever voice of customer program in the company. And uh, we have implemented uh, a CX transformation program uh, really to to help uh, employees focused on serving the customers and the customer experience. And uh, we have have had um, a good recognition internationally uh, with the CXPA uh, Impact Award as a finalist, which was very, very encouraging for us. So next to my job, uh, actually, I'm... Uh, a volunteer for CXPA uh, since uh, five years now. So my job as a volunteer um, is really to to help CSPA um, advance uh, in the CXPA advance to achieve its missions, which is really to support CX professionals so they can grow, so they can learn, and so so they can improve the organization. So I've been involved in various projects with CXPA, um, like uh, building the CX topic guide or um, preparing the CX Day 2021 lately. And late 2021, with Becky, Catherine, and for example, I've been appointed member of the Regional Leadership Council for Africa. So uh, this is it for me now, Bob. Thank you, George. What I absolutely love uh, in having all of you on the podcast today is the fact that we're talking to people from across the globe. And it wasn't that long ago that the CXPA was focused uh, really on the U.S. And, and was really struggling to expand globally. And it's so great to see the progress that's been made in bringing the, the Customer Experience Professional Association across the globe as represented by you and, and members of your various CXPA uh, councils and networks. So for those uh, listeners that may not be familiar with the regional councils, because that is a relatively new development at CXPA, would one of you like to give an overview of the councils, um, you know, a little bit of the workings of the councils? What do they do? I think many of us are familiar with the various networks that were established for a number of years. Uh, Who would like to talk about the councils? I can go ahead if you if nobody mind. Thank you, Catherine. Yeah. So um, the CXPA board of director is, as you mentioned, is, is a new initiative, and um, I know that we're we're kind of pretty proud that uh, CXPA have decided to to expand um, the opening to the region, like 
because as we know, uh, a lot of research is done in US and in UK, probably if we're looking in Europe, like about customer experience. But um, as we know, for customers like cultural, uh, the cultural dimension of, uh, of our customer create a lot of difference within them. So it's the same thing for the members. So as a for diversity inclusion, like it's important to to un- to uncover that like each region have different uh, priorities so i think it's a it's a great decision for for cxp to have decided to create the the council so um uh, bob you can confirm maybe that information on maybe the other council but i think there is like 10 regional council around the world um so like by example canada i know there is africa u.s uh, Europe, uh, Asia. So there is different, like uh, Brazil. So there is different council uh, that have been created uh, around the globe. Uh, so the mission of the uh, council is to um, provide an insight on the state of CX in their region. So as, for example, in Canada, we are pretty wide country. Um, so we are able to connect with the different community to 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 kind of like bring up all the concern of all those communities so that's the role um, and, and also to serve as an ambassador and representative of the CXP in the region um, I don't know like for Becky Ashima or George if you have the same uh, situation than me but I kind of received five to ten messages per month on LinkedIn of people asking me about CXP of people asking me about like CCXP what it brings me like to to have those this certification and be part of that organization so people want to connect with their peers and like understand what is um what the CXP or CCXP is uh, is providing to them so having those regional council and create like a connection with somebody close so i have a lot of people from Quebec who contact me for information also Canada, but like in the last year, I have people from Africa or people from Europe that connect to me. So having like a direct contact can facilitate this, um, those information. And the last role, uh, but I think there is a lot of purpose of the uh, board of director, but the last um, role that we have is to provide strategic advice and ensure that CXPA is relevant, respect the region, include everything uh, that maybe some region are having. Uh, some realities that they are having to make sure that they are relevant to them. Excellent, Catherine. Thank you. And and you're correct. There are 10 councils. That's what my sources, Greg and Nancy, informed me. So thank uh, you. Good good memory. Uh, Ashima, did you have an additional comment you'd like to make? Um, Yes, Bob. Uh, So uh, thanks, Katrina, for talking about the diversity and inclusion. Uh, So coming from India, uh, which is itself in... uh, itself has so many diversities in terms of the region, in terms of languages and religion part of it, uh, that uh, for me, when I was working with uh, Greg and our team for diversity and inclusion, and then as a regional consul here, uh, the first and the foremost, what we were looking at is how we can communicate uh, the main celebrations which are happening across our geography to our own community members. And coming up with a calendar which can get populated to make sure that we make are part of those happy moments with our internal membership members around it was a huge task. As in, uh, as out of three sixty-five days, if you start looking at the uh, international calendars of holidays, technically there is one function or the other which is happening across the geography. So that helped me in understanding that it's not getting limited in terms of probably 
looking at things from my customer's perspective. But then the expansion of geographies is something as a community which comes really handy with CXPA. Uh, second, when we started uh, working as an uh, uh, what you mentioned about that we were struggling in terms of expanding the boundaries from US to the uh, different geographies across the world. India uh, as a geography has started working on uh, customer experience for probably uh, six, seven or, or a decade at max uh, as a subject line which started coming in. So one of the key projects which we took in Asia was what are the common verbiage which is getting used uh, between uh, the customer experience and different profiles which are associated with it so that we understand that, say, if I talk about customer success, does it mean similar to customer experience or there is a different thing around it? George, I can see your hand raised. You want to say something here? Yes, yes, thank you. Um, I wanted to just illustrate um, the role of leadership councils and how far myself have been uh, very uh, marked about what has been done. Uh, for example, um, I, I discovered CXPA just because of passion. So when uh, I started my career, I was looking like, oh, how can I uh, improve my skills and be more efficient, more professional as a CX, uh, in my CX, uh, in my CX day-to-day job? So um, I had to find out on internet, I looked and searched, and then I found out CXPA. So uh, it's because of passion that I, I, I finally got to CXPA and then, and then the rest is story. So uh, if at that time, for example, we had leadership councils, um, I'm sure that uh, maybe one of the leadership council members would be like, okay, uh, I'm from the region, I'm from the place, uh, I see that you are interested um, um, in, in customer experience and you want to improve your skills and knowledge, oh, CXP is there for you, for example. So this, this, first, this is one of, one of the examples. The second one to illustrate to the, the importance and the role of a leadership council is that uh, leadership councils will also help um, people living in a specific region um, to share their voice on what they are really achieving and doing uh, to improve customer experience all over. So uh, we, are, we have many uh, professionals all over the world and in specific regions who are doing uh, an incredible job, who are struggling, and who, who, who uh, are just, I think, they, they, meet, they want to be visible, they want their, their work to be visible. Um, so CXPA has various programs that, which help them to, to really be more visible about the job they are doing. So we have, for example, the awards, uh, the CSP Impact Award or CX Innovation Awards. So these are uh, programs which really give um, other people, other CS professionals, an opportunity and a voice to, to showcase, to share what they have done, what the, the good job they are doing to improve the customer experience industry and the customer experience in their region. So uh, this is, these are two good examples that I wanted to share to, to see how far, um, to show how far um, regional leadership council are really necessary. Thanks, George. So um, to adding on to what George is talking about, one of the key initiatives which has been coming, at least from my Asia context, what I'll talk about is that uh, most of the time when we talk about customer experience, people assume that it is related to customer uh, service part of it. And it's not uh, getting expanded to different work profiles, what is there. So uh, as in myself working into uh, the sales profile, which is not categorically being called as a customer experience part of it, 
the value what I saw in the last one and a half year or two years of getting associated with CXP and now is that it doesn't matter what role I work in. It matters the fact that how I contribute to the organization by being available to my customers, by understanding the voice of customers, what are they trying to communicate. And as a region, what we uh, try to focus our energies on is that if somebody who is not uh, directly associated with customer experience, but has the passion towards customer themselves, so can we support them in terms of learning about customer experience and making a difference for their organizations. So that is one of the key things what uh, keeps on coming back, that how we are inclusive of uh, adopting people from different work profiles in terms of expanding the customer experience into different roles. So that is another thing which keeps on coming around in terms of our conversations there. Um, Becky, you want to say something here? Yeah, you said something that really resonates uh, with my journey in CX, with what I see with organizations here, but also with my learnings from the CXPA, uh, that, uh, that, that when you look at the background of uh, CX and what people think CX is or what, what it's not, you'll find that a lot of organizations are focusing on customer service. And what that means is that then they think that the problem or the excitement or the journey of the customer is just left to the front end. And yet, when you think about it, everything the front end does is a ripple effect from the back end and all the way from the executive and the mission and the vision of that organization. So when you talk about how CXPA brought it to life that you don't look at CX as only somebody who's working in customer service, but how does everybody, from wherever they sit, how do they make sure that they resonate with the customer, whether it's the back end or the front end? And one of the things for me that uh, this brings to mind is that the more that I get involved in uh, CXPA, understanding the pillars of CX takes me to a place where I need to understand that, you know what, when you look at organizations, the reason why we have not advanced as fast as we should, because when you think about the customer and, the, and what they mean to the bottom line, people should actually be dreaming and thinking and feeling CX all across the organization, whether at the front end and the back end. But the reason why that hasn't happened is because, again, in their minds, they think the customer has to do with that call center team or with that customer experience service manager in my in my own organization you in my own country you'll find that people find me and they're like how come you have the title customer experience manager because i have a very uh, centric uh, customer centric md but it's a rare thing in my country to even find somebody who is in charge of the channels with the word experience in their title. And what that means is that then they're thinking the way that they do their work will be thinking about experience all across the customer's journey and all across the entire environment. So it gets even worse that, 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 that being shocked that they find somebody called, somebody called a customer experience manager, it's even more rare to find somebody above my level at the executive suite or as an MD or as a chief in this part of the world that has the word experience in their role. And that, again, has a ripple ripple effect on the mindset in the organization, the culture. So to cut the long story short, CXPA gives me an opportunity to look at various ways in which we can advance this understanding, this mindset. One, of how everybody in the organization, at the top, at the bottom, across front end, can look at customer experience holistically with all the pillars, looking at the customer's journey and having a direct link between what they're trying to achieve as an organization and how I get the learnings from CXPA to make sure that in my organization, one, 
that ripple effect is reverberating throughout the entire organization, but also two, the kind of visibility that I've gotten from CXPA has allowed, especially on the social media pages, when somebody sees that, oh, Becky, organization one, by the way, my organization one, uh, the International Experience Custom, the I International Experience uh, Customer Award brought it first in Uganda ever. It's the first time ever, but I got all those links from CXPA. So when somebody sees that you brought that home in your organization, then they'll ask, how are you doing that? How is it happening? And then you start talking about uh, CXPA and all the things we're learning and how CX is just more than just the front office and handling your customers and how that entire mindset and energy has to reverberate through the entire organization. But the second thing I also wanted to talk about is um, that one of the things that I, I see very, very common on the CXPA pages is that I'll see uh, chief experience officers, chief customer executive officer. Again, it's a rare thing here. And for me, one of the cries and one of the things that I'd like to get out of this journey of being a part of CXPA is how do we then make sure that our people at the top and not only sponsors of CX in our organizations, but also the people at the top have that title that speaks to their energy and efforts within that organization. And then it won't be so difficult for us who are middle management and senior management to make sure that we are advancing these pillars across the entire organization because it's easier when the top is thinking about it. But the other thing I thought about, which I think that I would love through CXPA and all these networks and these conversations to talk about is that when I look at my own journey and how the telecoms and the financial sector are sort of very regulated, and, and, and when they think about consumer protection rights and everything they do for the customer, it's good they think about it. And because of that, you'll find that their licensing or the licensing, the regulatory framework for uh, financial sector and maybe the medical world and, and, and telecoms, because they already have a regulatory framework at a national level, their license will require certain requirements as they operate. So one of my dreams through the CXPA, going global, through the regional councils, through the board, is to make sure that we take CXPA to a level where we can also dictate at national level, just like we have seen in the other sectors and industries and what they have done to structure the way that operations are done. We can also dictate and say, you know what? At a, we have a regulatory framework globally at national level policies and procedures so that we have governing bodies at national level that stipulate certain requirements, the bare minimum of CX pillars within different organizations. So that tomorrow, if a bank is coming to renew its license, guess what? CXPA framework or CXPA requirements is embedded in those policies, just like we have seen that happening in uh, for the different sectors. And then I believe with all my heart, beyond just getting uh, sponsors and customer experience officers at the executive level, that will also help to advance CX across organizations globally. It's one of my dreams, and I hope that in this conversation, we can see that coming to life. Eh? Uh, yeah, I just Absolutely, Becky. And you, you touched on the dreams and you mentioned some of the work of your regional council. I'm curious as to others' thoughts about, you know, as you look into the future for the council and your work with the CXPA, what are some things you personally, what, what's one thing you personally want to accomplish uh, in your participation on the council? Who, who would like to uh, comment? Catherine, uh, uh, would you like to? to comment on that? 
Yeah, um, if I may, one of my I'll say biggest dream. But first of all, we do a lot uh, as uh, as as we mentioned previously, a lot of work about understanding the maturity right now and how CX is done across the Canada. Um, so there's a lot of work, um, and as I see more and more, there is a job description which require you to have a CCXP certification. Um, so we are about 17 in Quebec that have the, the CCXP certification. So when a job is requesting CCXP, it's kind of funny because like there is not that much of people and mostly all people work already. So um, to get to know more the CCXP certification and having everybody um, recognize it as a, as, a, as a description of being a good CX will be kind of one of my dreams. Um, but the other one is really that... Uh, for, for a long time, I've been um, very close to the uh, startup ecosystem and everything related to like new business and new uh, software and all those new technology. Um, and I'm really like, uh, I have at heart the development of those startups. So I, one of my dream is to have um, each region present startups that promote customer experience or that uh, like deliver a solution for a part of CX of the customer experience. Uh, so that we can promote those like little company from our region uh, that have an idea and that would like to promote it. So it can help us as CX experts. So I'll, one of my dreams, I don't know if I answered correctly the question, but I, you, you asked me my dream. So this is one of them. Um, I, I wish we'd be at the point where we can have like uh, entrepreneurs that have ideas to help us improve the experience and develop solution or um, initiative. And we can do kind of a, a competition worldwide of like startups to promote those little companies. So, um, so those are, I'll say, two of my dreams. So having the CCXP kind of expand and like become a, a, a kind of a, like the PMI a project management, like everybody wants to achieve the PMI because it's important for the profession. I think CCXP could be like one of the same thing. Uh, so those are kind of my two dreams. Wonderful, Catherine. No, no right or wrong answers to dreams. So uh, appreciate that. And uh, George. Um, yes, I, I think um, here we, we, we have a, a great job to do about increasing the awareness of, of uh, people, of sales professionals or customer service professionals or people dealing with customers and increasing the awareness of leaders in organizations increasing the awareness of government about the importance of, of, uh, of uh, building customer-centric organizations. So we see a good example um, on what uh, uh, USA is doing now. Um, lately, some months ago, uh, the, the president of US uh, signed various orders um, about, um, I mean, trying to orientate the work that public organization in US should do about focusing on the customers. So these kind of initiatives will be very welcome here. So uh, our government, our parliaments, like really talking about issues, which, which can even be life's issues, uh, life issues about how uh, people are treated in various sectors like healthcare, um, like public services, so there are many people who are really losing various opportunities because of uh, the absence of that customer experience policies and, and the way uh, customers are treated. So we really have uh, a work to do about the awareness of, of these stakeholders. Excellent. 
I am uh, always intrigued on my podcasts about how fast the time goes when we're together and talking about such important subjects. And, and I can see and recognize from your comments, uh, your passion and your involvement in CXP and how important it is to expanding the global reach of the professional organization and your dreams. And, and I, uh, I know our listeners to the All Things Considered CX podcast really appreciate uh, the fact that you are so passionate and so committed to the advancement of the profession for all of us. I, I want to, to begin to wrap up our podcast together today by asking you, as I, as I did somewhat about your vision for your regional councils, but what are your, what's your perspective from your part of the world about where CX is headed in general, not necessarily at the profession, but in general, where do you see it headed? We're, you know, we've, we've uh, had the pandemic, we've got the war in Ukraine, we've got uh, supply chain crises. I mean, the list goes on. And I'd be curious from your perspective, where do you see customer experience going? What are some of its challenges and opportunities? I'm looking if anybody uh, starts. So I'll just start again. Sounds um, good, Catherine. Thank you. So from what I see, I think um, right now, as I mentioned, we're doing the CX maturity in Canada. But what I see, like, as you mentioned, with the war in Ukraine and um, with pandemic, I think we need kind of the human touch that come back. So customer experience is related to like the consumption, like experience, like the fact that I'm buying from a business. But I think where we're heading like in Canada and maybe in the US is really everything related of but uh, related to the company being more than just about purchasing. So it's about like creating sense and like helping customers solve their problem. Um, so from what I see as a, as a like kind of dead angle, or like new trend that's coming up, it's everything related to like creating something around the brand that it's more than about the product. So it's about like helping customer in their daily life. Um, so I've seen a lot with community, like everything related to create a community around the brand and, and, and I think that's where we should heading. So it's, I think we start talking about it, but it's related more to the human experience and customer experience. So how can you help the human improve the experience? Excellent. Thanks for leading us off, Catherine. I'll go next. Wonderful, Shima, please. Um, so in terms of uh, India or Asia specifically, if I talk about it, um, there is a huge diversity what we are uh, catering out here. So a place like Singapore might be an, at an advanced state. Uh, India might be somewhere in the middle, probably a state which uh, is probably in a smaller size, of, uh, like Sri Lanka right now. It's uh, going through another hurricane problem in terms of emergency situation, which has landed up with them. So um, the customer experience is something which people have started acknowledging that it's not something which they can ignore it out. But the lack of awareness about the five pillars or in terms of how they should start the journey, that is the biggest problem what they're dealing with. So the first thing which comes to the mind is, okay, let's talk about customer experience. Let's put customer in the center part of it. But how do you align your people? How do you align your processes? How do you align your products around it uh, is what matters at the end of the day. So that mindset change, which is required, I'll say the journey has started, 
but it's going to take a lot of time and a lot of investments from companies that they want to focus their energies around that. Uh, the startup cultures have um, given a value in terms of the UX designing or digital transformations and so on and so forth, which is helping them to a larger extent. But somewhere down the line, the core factor of customer need is somewhere uh, getting ignored around it. So that is something which people will value probably by spending some more time in the real market situation, as Catherine was talking about, the fact that we are dealing in a hybrid situation where we are not able to connect with the customer as much as we want, but eventually we will have to start focusing on what is the need of the art there. So that is something which is going to come up, but we might have to be a little patient on the development part. That's probably my two cents out here. Thank you very much. And George? Um, yes, uh, concerning the, the, the impact of the war in Ukraine or the, the, pan, the, the COVID pandemic, um, what we have seen here uh, is that some organizations uh, have started uh, to, 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 to get into the customer experience part or a better improved customer service parts. So, uh, for example, since... Um, we had to no more no more being in contact physically so they had to develop uh, online or distant distant services um, structures or tools to really um, to really help um, their customers to to serve to serve them better and really help them to to have their services so we have seen this this little um, this little um, wake up if I may say um, because of because of the pandemic especially so um, what I see uh, personally um, concerning the Africa region um, is the, 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 the increase of a better uh, customer-centric governance. So like Becky said, um, we have seen that uh, majorly banking and telecommunication industry are the most advanced um, uh, domain or areas where custom, uh, companies are more customer-centric. We would like to, to see many other sectors, public sectors or retails or, or whatever, not, not just banking or telecommunication. Now, that's the first point. Now, another point will be um, really the, the increase of um, appointing more CX leaders at, at the table, also like Becky said. So we, we see that like just, just less than 15, 15% of of the, the major companies uh, like in, in Africa uh, are having a CX leader on the board taking decisions um, and uh, giving orientations on how far the company can be more customer centric. So um, we see that in, in, in the next future or short term future, uh, we really see an advance in, in how um, in the governance, in the way organizations are are building governance structures to to really to really get into the customer experience part. Thank you, George and Becky. Finally, your thoughts on where we're headed. Thank you, thank you so much, Bob. Uh, just to pick on what you said about the 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 war in Ukraine, and for me, it even reminds me about the pandemic. Is is simply how how connected the world is. The lesson in there for me is that the world is so connected and we as people love to be hard. When we're excited, when we're not happy, 
when we are going down the drain, when things are tough, we love to be heard. And when you look at the internet and, and on the social media pages, a lot of things and a lot of responses that are even happening in the pandemic or in the war have to do with people's voices just being heard. This has happened, this city has been bombed, now this has happened. And then you see governments and different entities and different people from wherever they are responding out of empathy because they can understand what a human being would feel when they're going through what they're going through. So the way that I see CX, the future of CX is that uh, those, two, those, those two events for me highlight the fact that CX is going to be customer-led, whether we like it or not, because of the voice of the customer. If you want to hear, the, whether we want to hear the customer's voice or not, the fact that the world is so connected, the customer's voice will actually come out. So brands that are very intentional about being about, about CX will actually lead the curve, will be set above the others. Why? Because they are tapping into that opportunity that the connectedness of the world is bringing to people's voice. People love to be heard. And when you look at CX and everything about CX, it really revolves around the customer's voice or the voice of the customer hearing it, understanding it at different stages and responding to it. So more and more, what that brings to my mind is that CX is going to be customer-led. It's going to be a leading conversation. It cannot go back because we're in the age of customers. But more importantly, the age of the customers has been heightened by the connectedness of the world. So we cannot, you can't stay behind whether you like it or not. For those that are staying behind, we'll have to play catch up. For those that are intentional, they have to still stay ahead of the curve because there's never been a time in history where customers' voices are being heard on every front, in every situation, at every given opportunity. Why? Because the world is so connected. So... We must be intentional about CX. Thank you. Thank you. What wonderful thoughts about the future and so um, in tune with all the events. And, and uh, I, I just want to say um, to our listeners um, how refreshing it is to hear leaders uh, like this with the passion that they have that I mentioned earlier, but also the commitment to um, where we're headed and, and leadership. And I hope um, you as listeners, as well as I have seen uh, real inspiration and motivation from these leaders. And I want to thank Catherine, Shima, Becky, and George for joining me on the podcast today and sharing so openly and honestly about the profession and your dreams and visions for where we're going, but uh, also and equally as important the work that you do at the CXPA on behalf of the CXPA and on behalf of CX professionals worldwide. Uh, the, after listening uh, to the four of you, uh, I'm confident that the future of the CXPA and the CX profession is bright and will continue to advance globally. So thank you so much for your time today. And thank you both for inviting us. <laughs> Absolutely. My pleasure. Thank you, too. Thank you. Uh, this has been a, another episode of the All Things Considered CX podcast. I'm your host, Bob Asman. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please share it with your network. And as always, stay tuned for our third episode of CXPA uh, leaders talking from the board of directors and all podcasts in the future on the CXM radio network. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this episode of All Things Considered CX. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with your colleagues. Subscribe to our show, follow me on LinkedIn, and visit my website at InnovativeCX.com for more insights on creating better experiences.
Thanks for joining us for this session of CX of M Radio. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show and visit cxofm.org for more resources.